Coming today on Negotiate Your Best Life with Rebecca Zung. A lot of times, not only do they get narcissistic supply from it, they're also trying to get you to do something that they can then use against you. Use against you in, for custody, use against you in court to make it look like you're crazy, you know, something like that. So the big questions are these. How can we navigate and negotiate every situation in our lives, in our career, in our businesses, in our relationships, and even with ourselves for our own self-worth? In other words, what if you could win every time and have no losers? Let's face it, we're not negotiating just to buy a car or for a pay raise. We are negotiating for living in every aspect of our lives. How can we do that powerfully, successfully, and victoriously? Those are the questions, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Rebecca Song, and welcome to the time where you negotiate your best life. Welcome to another episode of Negotiate Your Best Life. I'm Rebecca Zung, and today we are going to be talking about what does it mean to go gray rock? What does it mean to go gray rock? So this is actually sort of a narcissism 101 thing. And a lot of people ask sometimes, what does it mean to go gray rock? And I want to just kind of explain that to you. Hey, I'm Rebecca Zung, and I am a narcissism negotiation expert, and I'm also an attorney. And this is really, really, really one of the most important things that you can do when you are dealing with a narcissist, either in your personal life, in your business life, or when you are negotiating with a narcissist. It's such a really, really great tool that you will have in your toolbox and I actually say that you can use this either as a, in, in a way, sort of a weapon or as a shield, because when you're dealing with a narcissist, you definitely need both. So what this is, is, and, and you can use this right away and in any time when you're communicating with a narcissist, what it, it means in a way is like you literally become like a boulder. And in a way, it's it's more like a boulder than a rock, but it, you can kind of think of it as gray rock. So you become devoid of emotion. You 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 become immovable. Just think of yourself as kind of a gray rock. What does a gray rock do? What does a gray boulder do? It just sits there. It doesn't get triggered. It doesn't move. It just literally sits there. And I mean, I remember doing this when I was dealing with a couple of narcissists in my life. I was you know, and I didn't know the term gray rock at the time. I, I just kind of instinctively knew to do this. I just instinctively knew that if I were going to, it's kind of like, I knew don't give them the satisfaction, just don't give them the satisfaction. So, you know, when you, you, 
know that they're trying to get under your skin. You know that they want to get, you know, some kind of rise out of you. You just don't give it to them. You just don't give it to them because what happens is they get narcissistic supply out of that. They love to see you go crazy. They love to see you get triggered. And so, you know, you just, you just have to do whatever you can not to allow yourself to show that. And that's why you really need to have those boundaries. That's why you really need to keep your interactions as brief as possible because you know that you're going to get triggered because especially if you've had a longer term relationship with them, they know how to push your buttons. They just know exactly what to do to push those buttons. So you just try to be steadfast. You try to be indifferent. So here, so here are some good examples. They text you. They text you something where, you know, they, they want to get you to say something that's super, you know, like, oh, uh, you know, I don't know. So they want some big dramatic response out of you. Just write back K, just like the one letter, just the letter K, K or KK, something like that. You know, like my, my teenage daughter will respond like that sometimes. I mean, she's not trying to be like gray rock to me. She'll just do that to be cute sometimes, but you can just do that. Okay. You know, whatever. Uh, Or you can just say, okay, if that's what you want or whatever. I mean, you know, just make it clear. Like I'm not affected by you. I am so not affected by you. I mean, I remember one time there was somebody in my family who was like really trying to get, you know, some emotional response uh, going on. And, you know, you just like put it back on them. Like, Oh geez, you know, I'm sure traveling is really, stressful or something like that. Like you just like put it on them. Like, I'm sure you're really stressed out right now. (laughs) You know, you don't even like take it personally at all. Like, I'm sure you're really stressed out right now. I'm sure you, you, you you must be going through a really tough time. You, You don't even make it seem like whatever they're saying about you has anything to do with you at all. Because a lot of times not only do they get narcissistic supply from it, they're also trying to get you to do something that they can then use against you, use against you in, for custody, use against you in court to make it look like you're crazy, you know, something like that. So, you know, don't give that to them because then they'll be able to show the judge, the mediator, see, I told you, I told you that person is unbalanced or bipolar or whatever it is that they're trying to say about you. Right. So, you you know, you got to be really, really careful about that because there it is in black and white, you, you know, you just give them that one time or, or, or they, or worse, They use it against you for a potential restraining order. I've seen that happen before. I mean, just that one time that you throw that one thing or you slam that door or or you yell, 
And now the cops are showing up at your house and you're suddenly getting arrested for domestic violence. And, you know, there it is, you know, so you you don't, you don't want to have that happen. You got to stay in control of your emotions. You got to be that, that gray rock. Right. And especially because, you know, if they show up at the soccer game with, you know, your kid's soccer game with that new form of supply or whatever, and they want you to say something so bad, you just say, oh, hello to their new person. How are you? So nice to meet you. You just smile. Don't say a word. Don't say a word. Nothing other than that, because that is what they want. They want so much to get under your skin. So much. Coming up, more on Negotiate Your Best Life with Rebecca Zung. When you're dealing with a narcissist, it's either black or white. That's how they see things. You're either for them or you're against them. When it comes to the safety of a child in a divorce case involving alcohol abuse, there is no compromise Take back power, strength, and truth from the narcissist in your life with documented proof of sobriety. Soberlink's alcohol monitoring system is the most convenient, reliable, and reasonable way for a parent to provide evidence that they're not drinking when a child's safety is at risk. Soberlink's real-time alerts make it easy to negotiate with any party. Judges rest assured that the child is safe. Attorneys get court admissible evidence of sobriety and both parents have empowerment and peace of mind. I created this community to provide support for divorced moms like me, which is why I partnered with Soberlink to create the resource tips for negotiating with a narcissist. To download the guide and get $50 off your Soberlink device, visit www.soberlink.com forward slash negotiate. Are you struggling with how to negotiate and win? Maybe you're dealing with a personality that's particularly challenging like a narcissist or other high conflict personality and you're feeling powerless, make sure to download my free Win My Negotiation cheat sheet at www.winmynegotiation.com. Take a listen to our archive where you can listen to more episodes that show you the path to how to negotiate your best life. She looks at me and she goes, Mommy, is that a good divorce or a bad divorce? And I stopped and I said, Grace, I don't know what's the difference between a good divorce and a bad divorce. She said, well, a good divorce is when a mommy and daddy are nice to each other like you and daddy. And a bad divorce is when the mommy and daddy scream and yell at each other. And I stopped. And now we return to today's show. Um, You know, I think about, think about Ted Lasso, right? Remember how, I don't know if you guys watched that show, but, um, You know, I actually have a video, by the way, on the narcissistic characters in Ted Lasso, which you could definitely check out if you'd like. 
but uh, I have a whole video on that. But you know, there's there's actually a a scene in that show where Rebecca's ex husband comes in and he wants to just tell her about how he has uh, gotten his new girlfriend pregnant and 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 you could tell that she's bothered by the fact that he, he you know he did that and 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 because like and he says oh you know i guess it, i it, i had to you know find the right person or something like that and you know it just so gets under her skin she just doesn't want to let on you know just don't don't let on that's the right thing to do because that is exactly what they want. Don't give them the satisfaction. Don't, don't let them see you sweat. Because that's what they want. You know, go scream in the shower, go cry in the shower, scream in your pillow. You know, do whatever you need to do. But you are a gray rock in front of their face. That's what you have to do. I mean, you just, in front of their face, you just smile. I mean, you know, even, even when they're gaslighting you and they're saying things, you know, like, oh, you know, we had that conversation and this is how it went. I, I want you to smile and say, oh, you just obviously aren't remembering correctly. Oh, you just must not remember, or we remember it differently. Just say it like that. We just remember it differently. And, you know, we can agree to disagree. And that's it. And, and you can just, you know, smile and walk away. Have a nice, have a good day. You know? And, and that, and, 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 you know, the rest of what you want to say can just be silent, just fill in the blanks silently, you know, in your head and, and you don't have to say it out loud. You just let karma, karma never forgets. She's, she's got a very long memory and, and karma always comes back around you know, it it just it just does because what goes around comes around. My dad used to say, "Be careful what you throw up in the air because it will come back down on your head," and it definitely does. You know, and um, you know you can just say like, "I'm sorry, you feel that way." Uh, that's fine, you know. And just because we disagree, you don't you don't have to be disagreeable. That's totally fine too. And, you know, you can just, you can fake it and you can, I, I call it ethically manipulating the manipulator. You know, I mean, you don't have to, you don't have to um, be uh, anything other than whole and complete, and you are planted firmly in your power. You know who you are. And this is you 
knowing who you are, right? And yeah, it can be exhausting. It, it can be draining. And that's why you keep those interactions as brief as possible. I mean, you really don't want to spend a whole lot of time around this person because, you know, they do want to drain you. They do want to trigger you. They're constantly needling you. They're constantly trying to get some kind of reaction out of you because that's what feeds them. That's their food. That's their lifeblood. That's their oxygen. I mean, you know, and so, you know, if they don't get that, then they're going to try to, you know, slither on down the road to get it from somebody else. You know, it's, it's their way. It's just their, it's how they're built. And you're not going to change that. You're never going to change that. You know, I recently had a conversation with Marissa Peer, who who's one of the most renowned therapists in the world. She won't even she won't even counsel narcissists. She won't even take them in her practice. You know why? Because she knows she can't change them. Think about that. She knows that there's nothing she can do for them. She'll help the people who who've been traumatized by them because she knows that she can help them. She knows that she can do something for them, but she can't help the narcissist. You know why? Because they have no self-awareness. They, they, they can't be helped. They can't be saved. So if the therapist who does hypnotherapy, who, who, who literally trains thousands of therapists all over the world cannot help them. You cannot help them. You can't do it. You literally do not have the tools to do it. So what can you do? When you're around them, you can just go gray rock. You use that as your shield. You use that as your as your, as your weapon, you say, okay, if that's what you want to think. Sure. I agree with you. Great. Fine. You know, whatever you just give them nothing because you know why? They get bored. They get bored with a gray rock eventually. They don't, they're not interested in the gray rock. They don't care about the gray rock anymore. They, 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 they move on from the gray rock because they, they want supply and they're not getting it. They're not getting it from something that's not giving them any kind of feedback. You know, my husband and I used to have somebody in our family who was, you know, like trying to get a rise out of somebody. And then as soon as the person would finally be upset, like angry, like on the verge of tears, 
this person would be like, oh, now we're having a conversation. All right, now we're getting going. This is good. What? Yeah, but that's to that person, that's what that meant. You know, because that person was finally getting fed. You don't want to be like food for a narcissist. That's no fun. So just, you know, become a gray rock, protect yourself, use that as your shield. You don't go to war without weapons. You don't get ahead in battle without weapons. You don't, you don't go to war without a shield to protect yourself, right? And when you're in battle with a narcissist, you, you need weapons. And with a narcissist, things are always black and white. When you're dealing with a narcissist, it's either black or white. That's how they see things. You're either for them or you're against them. And when you're in that discard phase, you are definitely against them because you become public enemy number one. So when it becomes time to say goodbye, they want to make sure that you go down before they go down. They want the whole world to see that you were wrong. This is when you see the birth of the smear campaign, right? So you got, you got to have protection and your protection will be that gray rock. You just become a gray rock. So no more supply, no supply for you. Right? No more supply because you are no longer giving yourself to someone who doesn't deserve it. Okay? And I also have a free Crush My Negotiation prep worksheet, which you can grab at winmynegotiation.com, 15-page free ebook. You can grab that. And I have a free private Facebook group, Narcissist Negotiators with Rebecca Zung, which you are free to join as well. Free support group. Come join me in there. And as always, thanks for joining me here on Negotiate Your Best Life. So glad to have you here. As always, remember that today's a great day to start negotiating your best life. Never give in and never give up. As always, I always say namaste. Enjoy the rest of your week. If you haven't checked me out on YouTube, you can definitely do that. I upload brand new videos over there every single day. Lots and lots of free content over there as well. And I'm, we're here for you. We want to make sure that you have everything that you need to support you and breaking free from the narcissist in your life. So everybody have a wonderful week. 
And I will see you right back here again next Monday. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Negotiate Your Best Life. I'm Rebecca Zung. Tune in next week for another edition of Negotiate Your Best Life. Remember, if you want more ways to slay and you want more ways to be supported, you can always join my membership at joinslay.com forward slash slay. You can always subscribe to my YouTube channel and you can always grab my free Crush My Negotiation prep worksheet at winmynegotiation.com. Remember that today is a great day to start negotiating your best life. And I will definitely catch you in the next episode of Negotiate Your Best Life. Thanks so much for listening. 